Welcome to the Tuto Dopio podcast, the show about an American couple totally in love who unplug and uproot and leave the heartland of America for a teeny tiny farm in rural Italy. It is a real adventure and we are so happy to have you along with us. Today is Thursday, March 5th, 2015. Thanks so much for joining us and downloading the podcast. I'm your co-host, Bob, and I'm joined by my beautiful wife and Foxy Coco host, Gina. Say hi, Gina. Hi. Hey, baby. Hey. How you doing? <laughs> Good, except for the weather. It is. We've got a north wind with lots of rain, and uh, it's cold, and the rain is sort of going sideways, and... We can't quite keep all of the shutters <laughs> in place, so they're banging throughout the night. And uh, it's okay. We're dry. We're mostly dry. Mostly. Yeah. The dogs are all curled up. So it's a cozy, rainy day. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it'll be over fast. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> so we don't have any more land As sliding down. As we slowly down. march towards spring. Slowly march towards We only have... <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> we only have a couple more weeks for the official start of spring, but we want some, we want some warm weather, mm-hmm. right? Some sole. Mm-hmm. It has been a long time since we've uh, since we podcast did did. Mm-hmm. I think the last podcast was at the end of September, if I remember correctly, and this is March, so it's been a wow. while. So today, let's talk a little bit about why the long delay, okay, and everything that happened around that, good and bad. And then I thought maybe you could talk a little bit, or we can talk a little bit about uh, Barco Progetto, <laughs> our new project, landscaping project. Okay. And um, what else? What else should we talk about? Well, you should you should update everybody on your winemaking. Okay, I'm happy to do that. That's um, yeah, that's worth a little discussion. Some pictures up on the blog. <clears throat> I got a frog. I got a run out. <laughs> I got a run in my throat. All right. Uh, Let's get to it. Okay. So, we lost your mom mm-hmm. in early November, mm-hmm. November 4th. And, um, you know, it's been a little bit difficult, I would say, for, um, for the whole family, as you'd expect it. To be, and um, so we just haven't been ready Mm-mm. to podcast. We just haven't been ready, and we talked a little bit about it. And um, you know, I think we wanted um, we wanted the podcast to be honest, as honest as we can be. Maybe a, a little intimate, not probably too intimate, but um, and it just felt like um, well, we, I don't think we were ready to really talk about it. Mm-hmm. And doing a podcast and not talking about it would have been. A little, not a little. It would have been really artificial. So we just waited. We just waited like you wait for the bulbs to come up in the spring, <laughs> right? And right. you kind of, maybe right. you have an idea that they're going to come up, but you don't know exactly when they're going to come up. And I'd say maybe the last week or so, it's felt like it was time to um, to get back to podcasting and talking to people and everything. So um, you want to talk a little bit about what happened? Um, well, I mean, it was, it was unexpected. Mom had been sick, um, but we didn't think, um, we would lose her so soon. So, um, but 
fortunately, you and I were able to get out there in time um, to see her and spend the last two, three days with her. And uh, that was a real gift. She... um, she was complete, completely coherent and uh, laughing and sassy, and she was intubated, so she couldn't talk, but she definitely did her best acting and charades and wrote notes. And um, She sure communicated. There's no yeah, question about I that. Mean, she was just full of life up until, up until the very end. Until the and, very end. You know, I was really lucky she was... She was surrounded by the people who really loved her. Like my sister was there, and my niece was there, and my sister's partner was there, and your we dad, were there, and your dad, dad and her mom's sister, and her favorite niece, and um, and we we were completely surrounding her in her bed, and I think that was a great. Way to send her off. Yeah. So, um... You were, um... You know, it's just so interesting. I mean, we lost your mom at the same time, basically, of the same kind of condition, you know, how many years earlier? Eight years and... Eight years and two, two days. days earlier. <laughs> and they were so alike, our moms, and, um... But you just don't understand what it's like. Until you really lose your mom. Yeah. Yeah. There's um. There's just no way to prepare for that. No. There's just no way. So I really just wanted to curl up in a ball. And that's what I kind of did. <laughs> no, you, you did. You did. You did great. And I think, I think maybe the most beautiful thing, the most beautiful thing I've ever seen is, um, you taking care of your mom that last 24 hours, crawling into the hospital bed with her, and you had you had no fear in your eyes. It was just pure love that you were um, showing your mom. And, um, you know, it's just, uh, there's just nobody else like your mother. Yeah. You know? And yeah. um, I mean, she drove me crazy, but there's... Yeah. there's yeah, they're right. you're right. There's no one else like her. Yeah. It's, um, you know, not to get, obviously this is a little sensitive and, um, you know, it's not the sort of the happiest of topics, but it does um, really underscore what's important. It mm-hmm. really does underscore what's important. And I can see, you know, I can see interactions in my family and your family between couples, et cetera, where... Um, you know, in the grand scheme of things, the fighting is just silly. And I get it. I mean, I know that there are some things you have to stand up for. You can't lose yourself to maintain a relationship. I get that. But most of the stuff's not really like that. I don't know. I'm getting a little intellectual, I guess. I guess I am a little intellectual. <laughs> <laughs> At any rate, but there are some really beautiful things that come from times like this. Losing your mother was bad, period. It was bad. But... Um, there's the kind of stuff where you realize, you know, every day it really is. It sounds so cliche. Every day is a mm-hmm. gift. And, mm-hmm. you know, you got to decide how to spend it. And then, you know, we got to spend so much time with your dad. Yeah, yeah. I was, we were really lucky that he agreed to come back. Um, 
with me. So you came back and um, from Res- Arizona. Rescued the dogs. Uh, yeah, rescued the dogs from the barn. And uh, Dad came back with me the following week and spent two and a half months here with us. Yeah. Um, which was... You know, which was just fantastic. I mean, we went to Munich um, and had a great time there. Um, You know, we had friends from St. Louis come for Thanksgiving, and that was the best medicine for us. You know, two weeks later, we had Chris and Andrew here who were just full of life, and it it was just great. That's exactly what we needed. Yeah, it was a really fun Thanksgiving, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, and uh, those are tough holidays when you've lost somebody. Yeah. Uh, and we got to go to, as you said, we went to Germany right around Christmas time, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then we went back to Arizona and stayed with your dad for a month. So we've had a lot of time with your dad, and it's been really good. And he, you know, he's he's used to being in Arizona, so coming here for the winter was <laughs> a big challenge. But he didn't he compl- he didn't complain at all. It was for really an older person. He's very um, hip happening. <laughs> Maybe someday I'll be there. I would explain it, but he's very um, flexible. Flexible. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, he's willing to try lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, including hiking up to some mad king's castle while it was raining. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, we miss Eddie an awful lot. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, you know, someone. A friend of my dad's when we were in Arizona, we, because then we took dad back to Arizona and spent the month of January, right, in Arizona, which was so nice, yeah. so nice. But um, so we had dinner a couple times with dad's friends and and uh, and one of them asked, you know, what was it um, about your mom? What did your mom give you? And I said, my mom really gave me the um, my mom showed her love by spending time. Yeah. And uh and there were a couple of people who just really gave me that same gift back. So Hillary and Jenny came to Arizona mm. with Wally and spent the weekend with me. And there's just, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how to explain how important that was. And then Gussie and Patrick and the girls came for mom's memorial service. That's a surprise. Surprisingly. I mean, the doorbell and rang and there they still were. I still cannot believe they did that. Yeah. Like they just got on a plane and came out to be with us yeah. and I don't know there's just yeah there's just some really there's really good good people in our yeah, lives there's some that's right and you know we were talking about it I know us well enough to know that that's what we needed yeah. like we needed we needed their time yeah yeah and I you know that's there's something I don't know if it's old school or if it's just small town or something. But, you know, my dad came. Yeah. And there was was really nothing. And he knew there would be very little for him to do. Um, He said a few words to Ron, Mm -hmm. but they don't know each other super duper well. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, my dad isn't particularly effusive with words. And he just, he just like, well, that's what you do. You know, that's what you do when you have a loss like this. You, you just show up, Mm -hmm. you show up and. You know, if there's something you can do to help out, you do it. But you just count on being there. My kids did the same thing. You yeah. know, people just showed up. And um, you're right. That's what you need sometimes. You just need somebody. You just need your, the people who love you to show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we miss you, Addie. Um, but miss... Dad's coming back. <laughs> yeah. Dad is coming back in June. He'll hang out with us for a couple of few months, as long as he wants. And... Um, 
you know the when it when something like this happens the the bad part just is overwhelming and you mm-hmm. can't you're just trying to get through each day and it does you know time does help and pretty soon you know there's always a scar and there's always a hole but you're left really you're left with mostly these fantastic sweet memories and uh and a stronger uh, clarity about how quick things move mm-hmm. about how fast life mm-hmm. moves if you let it if you let it so um anyways i miss i miss hearing her <laughs> bubala mm-hmm. she used to call me and um but she's so she's obviously in her hearts and um sorely missed but uh the memories are all sweet the memories are all sweet Gina. Yeah. Guess what we forgot to talk about? What? We had to have somebody take care of those dogs for the month that we were in Arizona. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, this was a, this was one of the good things that came out of I would say borderline miraculous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, the uh so, you know, we have we've just sort of I don't know, kind of gotten by when or we haven't traveled or we've traveled and sort of stuck the dogs in a, which is a really nice, there's a, a man in town who has a, a horse barn and has extra stalls. And uh, so rents it out for the dogs and he's very good to the dogs, but it's a barn, you know, with a concrete floor mm-hmm. and our dogs are, you know, our dogs are not, <laughs> not really, they don't really know their dogs. So um, I, it, it struck me that there must be people who house sit. And it wasn't just the dogs, you know, it's winter time and uh, you need to make sure that the, there's not water getting into the house and the heating and all that kind of stuff. Right. So, right. Right. I mean, leaving this house for a month is, I mean, we used to do it all the time, but now that we're actually living here, it'd be nice to come back and not have mold all over the walls. Yeah. It's good to have somebody in the house. Yeah. So I thought, you know, there must be a house sitting service. And I got online and looked at reviews and there's actually, there's, um, uh, a service that focuses on people with pets. And so I, we, I wrote up a description of our house and, um, and the, the dogs. And, and Luna. Applied a little, yeah, a little, and again, Luna, sorry. And applied a little marketing stuff, put in a nice picture and, you know, explained what, what we needed. And I'm telling you, it was like being on a dating site. <laughs> we, we got like probably a dozen or a dozen and a half, like, requests like literally some of the subject headings were pick me, pick me. And all of a sudden I was like the prettiest girl in high school. I was like looking at people's pictures and, you know, I don't think they can actually walk up the driveway. Those people seem a little too old. Right. Right. And, um, so it was wild. And it turns out that you typically don't pay these people. Yeah. We, I mean, I don't they think just, they... they just show up and you can get references and, um, police checks mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But we hit the gold mine. Yes, we did. We hit the gold mine with these two kids um, that came and uh, took care of the house and took care of the the dogs and the the cat. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, unpack it, girlfriend. So, uh, so they wrote up a really nice review and or whatever application, I guess, and we um, we skyped with them and and. agreed that they would come take care of the take care of the animals so 
Laura is British and young and beautiful and Tanbei is German and young and beautiful and um and they are just the most responsible, cutest, kindest kids and love our animals. Yeah. I think you were originally sold because Laura's you know, profile or whatever said she has a black belt in oh, kickboxing. Oh, yeah, so she's like, like this really strong kick-ass it's, it's girl. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> she can make it up the driveway. She can protect <clears throat> our house and animals and, yes, make it up the driveway. Yeah. So they so they flew in, and uh, we picked them up from the airport and stopped at the Piedini shop and then brought them home. And Gidget's usually very nervous around yeah. new people, especially men, and she... Not completely fell in love with them. Yeah, like right so, away. Yeah, so they took care of our stuff and our family for uh, for a little over a month. Yep, we got a um, we had a day with them right before yeah. we left yeah. to sort of orient them to the mm-hmm. where we walk the dogs and and all that kind of stuff, and then we took off and we got uh, pictures and skyped with them and the. the but they dogs sent us and updates and. and yeah, we had a little medical mishap with our cat, which they, which they mm-hmm. uh, uh, sort of observed, diagnosed, and um, with the help of San Pietro, uh, treated. No problem. Uh, they're super calm. They're super uh, rock solid. And, um, and the house was spotless. So yeah, we they, came home to like freshly washed, made banana bread. Yeah, wash the windows. And, wash the windows. I mean, it was, it was clean, clean, clean. Yeah. It's fantastic. It was crazy. Yeah, so we 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 demanded that they come back. <laughs> um, Did some bribing. Yeah. Uh, one, well, they're going to come back a couple times. They're going to do a house sit for us. Uh, and um, But before that, they're going to come back in the summertime mm-hmm. where it's re- when it's really nice. I mean, they were here when it was like, I mean, it was a ni- mild winter, but right. still, you know, you can't go down to the beach and go swimming. Right. Um, and they walk those dogs twice a day. Mm-hmm. The dogs got back, and they're like, mm, "No, I don't think we want them to leave. <laughs> <laughs> you guys go back to Arizona." They, I mean, they, they do exactly what the owners do. So the dogs slept with them. I know. I mean, they just—that was a disappointment. I was hoping <laughs> they could train the dogs to sleep in the dog beds, but no. <laughs> they're great, and um, you know their whole. Uh, and it was, I mean. Go ahead. Their whole mode of operating is really 21st century. So they they uh, their jobs are all done uh, online via the internet. They're, they do translation. Uh, Laura does some English lessons. They uh, she writes uh, a book and a mm-hmm. blog. And um, you know they've really what they need is a place with a solid internet connection, and they can do what they can really do what they do. And because their expenses are sort of, you know, non-existent. They don't really pay for housing. They're mm-hmm. traveling most of the time. Um, their income can be obviously quite a bit smaller. And that I, I think that's how they started out. They were both working and they had an apartment. They were realizing they're spending all this money on this apartment and they were just working to pay the rent. Yeah. And um, so they started investigating other ways to live. It's really, I mean, it's really remarkable. The whole thing runs because of the internet. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have found them otherwise. We couldn't have met them on Skype otherwise. They couldn't do their jobs otherwise. Mm-hmm. It's really... Um, remarkable. Yeah, they really want a house sit in the United States. 
hint, hint. Yeah, but they're, they so. can be, obviously now they can be extremely selective because their reviews are solid gold. I mm-hmm. mean, they are, and, and deservedly so. Yeah. I mean, these kids are unbelievable. Yeah, I completely trust them. I completely trust them with everything. They don't, they don't smoke. They don't, you know, we no. bought a bunch of wine. We bought all, you know. They didn't. They hardly put a dent in any mm-hmm. of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. They did go through all the chocolate and cookies that we were able to get. <laughs> I had a shelf. I had the. I think Lori is a little bit. You know, she's trying to avoid that kind of stuff. She tries to, you know, be well behaved. I think mm-hmm. around the diet, the the food that she eats and that Tanba eats. Tanba is, you know, like a twenty seven year old. Uh, yeah. Boy. Well, yeah. Real thin. thin and, like, yeah, he yeah. looks more like a model than. Yeah. Than. And so Anything I else, so. down in the basement, I created what I called the shelf of Tanbay, <laughs> which had like chocolate chip cookies and chocolate bars and all kinds of Nutella, a big nu- tub of Nutella, big thing of Nutella the size of my head. <laughs> and we got back in the, sh- the shelf of Tanbay. It had like a little tumbleweed <laughs> rolling through. It was completely <laughs> annihilated. So that next time we'll know. <laughs> back off on the booze and the wine and. <laughs> Double down on the the goodies. But if you yeah. want to learn more, they have their their website travelingweasels.com. Travelingweasels.com. Tra- traveling has two L's. Yep. Right. I think that's right. Travelingweasels.com. Um, and uh, and seriously, check them out if you if you need somebody to come house sit and watch your animals. We'll put a link. We'll put they a link. Are, uh, we'll put a link up on the. Choose. We'll put a link up on the blog. Uh, when we post this podcast. Okay, so there you go, Lauren. You can't have them in November. Nope, they're all we've, ours. We've got them in November. <laughs> yeah. So there you go, Lauren Tanbay, super uh, uh, house sitters and pet management people. So, Gina. Mm-hmm. Uh, il progetto di parco. Sì. The park project. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think after, uh, what was it, this fall maybe? No. I guess it was, it doesn't matter. But you and I, I think, reached a point where we said, enough with the weeds, enough with the the I mean the house looks great the vineyard looks great except the drainage problem and um but we need some real landscaping and not anything you and I could do so you started looking on the internet for a real landscaper mm-hmm. right and found Luigina Luigina another very strong Italian woman who kicks ass <laughs> <laughs> So she came down from, she's about an hour north of us, mm-hmm. and sized things up and and put together this unbelievable plan. Now, we didn't give her a budget, because if we would have given her a budget... She would have walked away. <laughs> but instead... I would say it looks a little bit, the plan she came up with looks a little bit like Kensington Gardens no, or something like that. Oh, you're exaggerating. It's beautiful, though. Mm. Um, And so she went all out, right? I mean, she just basically said, this is is what it could be like. Yep. Um, And we kept asking for, like, how much will this be? How much? Well, finally, we we got that. So 
Um, so now we're on an austerity program <laughs> to try to fund this. <laughs> we only drive twice a week now. Right? Yeah, you will only let you... us go to two places. Well, it's always the grocery store, and you only let us go on Tuesdays, Tuesday and Friday, and Fridays. And, that's and it. we don't everything go else anywhere is, else. No, else we is... go to we go to the pizza place Sunday night. But yeah. we don't. What are you complaining about? You get to go out three times a week, <laughs> twice to the grocery store, and once to a pizza. So parlor. I'm now dressing up to go to the grocery store. Look. <laughs> Do you want the parka or not? <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's yes. so bad we had worm soup the other night. <laughs> we did. Unless it's a side, this is a side comment, but you, you came up, I mean, the food you've been making is fantastic. We've yes, been because work- I can't go out anymore. I just right. like, wor- go through all the cookbooks looking for something interesting We've to been make. working really hard on, you know, cooking stuff and eating a lot more fish. So mm-hmm. we go on Tuesday because the fish is good on Tuesday and fish is good on Friday. Mm-hmm. So we usually get a couple of couple of portions of fish so we can do lunch and dinner or something like that and same thing on on tuesday and then on friday and you've been looking at um this is so bad i mean we're retired we have all the time in the world and we now have a schematic of what we're going to eat by day for lunch and dinner that's right it's that's right (laughs) look you got i mean do you want the park or not do you want the parko or not Yes, I want the parko. So Gina found a recipe for breadstick soup, right? Which looked great in the picture. It looks, it's, it's the same. It's the same lady where I use all her recipes, and she's never failed us. No, or has she failed us? No, she, she has now. Never, yeah. This soup was truly awful. <laughs> no, I mean it was awful. I couldn't in, even taste it. It was awful in every way, it, and I'm not. I, I don't. I, I'm not picky. I, I'm, I'm not really picky about what I eat. No, not really. I mean, no, I'm no, not. You're not. No, I'm not. And this was awful. I, I had to hesitate to even taste it. No, but it was texture. the fl- The flavor, I think, was probably okay. But the look. What the do you appearance. know? You didn't eat it. No, I didn't. I just, I didn't do it. It looked like. So you make the soup, and then you put breadsticks on top of it, right? Something like that, or you put no, the breadsticks in, you, you cook you it. You put the breadsticks and then cheese, and and then you pour broth over it and let it I simmer see. until. The breadsticks are supposed to get a little chewy, but not... It's kind of like French onion soup without yeah, the onions. I mean, there's right. cheese and broth and <clears throat> some bread in there. But mm-hmm. I can... I, and I should have taken a picture, but I just couldn't. I thought I was going to throw up. <laughs> it looked like worms. They looked like giant worms. I swear. It was a bowl of giant worms. And then I thought, okay, well, I can get past the look because it's just going to kind of dissolve in my mouth. You know, it'll be like bread that's been dunked in soup. And I took a spoonful of this stuff, and they were slimy, <laughs> and they weren't—they hadn't dissolved. They were just as you would imagine, putting a spoonful of big worms in your mouth. And I had two bites because I love you. And then I said, "This is the most awful thing I have ever eaten." And it was. I mean, I'm not—I—I'm I, thankful that you do all that cooking, but. Um, but you have your limits. That was a misfire. I mean, that was a bad misfire. That was awful. And then you then you rebounded and made just a quick pasta meal, mm-hmm. which got the taste of worm out of my mouth quickly. <laughs> so that's the story of the Parco Project. <laughs> okay, a little bit more about the park, about the landscaping. Oh. This, this woman is a very accomplished. She has a book that came out, and yeah. she's and she showed us samples and everything. She showed us her portfolio. It's very beautiful. It's um. It's sort of this 
somewhat organic, lots of soft surfaces, combination of stone and wood and and plants, some grass, some uh, gravel, you know, mm-hmm. just really, mm-hmm. really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is beautiful. The plan's beautiful. Yes. And and so, um, so the outdoor eating area is being redone. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. With, and, uh, and kitchen garden, kitchen garden is being, I mean, it's just in all the, there's walking paths around the house and because we have so much time now and our, our, what do you call it? Pergolas Mm -hmm. and water features. Uh, I don't think we're doing any of the water features. Mm. Um, she wanted to put a little jacuzzi pool in for Bob so he can mm. relax. But I think instead we're just having a deck. Out we're just there. having a deck out there. Yeah. Um, but her, you know, she, she chooses really beautiful things. So the decking is all teak and vengeance, you know, came over yesterday for the meeting. Who's the guy who does all the woodwork around here. And he just went, wow. He, he speaks no English. Yeah, yeah, except that word. <laughs> yeah. He knows that word. Wow. <laughs> and he was very careful about the measurements. Yes. He said, uh, he explained through San Pietro that, um, you know, when you're using teak, you have to, you don't want to waste anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. But it'll be good. <clears throat> and um, everybody agreed that teak is expensive, but it's the right thing to use because um, it'll, it'll, it'll really just take all the elements and last. We don't right. have to worry too much about it falling right. apart. The lighting that she chose, you know, we had another three-hour lighting meeting when Dad was here mm-hmm. this winter. And we and, tortured uh, your dad. Yeah, That's we did. <laughs> I'm surprised he's coming back. And she picked these beautiful lights for the dining area, like beautiful lights. And I'm like, there's no way we're, we're not getting those. We're not getting I was determined. Because? Um, because why? Because they were, they were expensive. They're about the cost of a car. <laughs> <laughs> they are about the cost of car, so right? So I was determined during that meeting, like we, I said, we're going to find another light. Yeah, we did. We those, got two of them. <laughs> those guys are, yeah, we got two of the expensive ones instead of one. They showed us, they're really smart. They said, okay, no, 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 we understand. Uh, more more economical. Uh-huh. So they show us all these things that are really nasty looking. And I'm like, oh, you know, this could work. It's okay. You know, no one look at the lights anyways. Gee, it's like, I'm looking at the lights. Those things are ugly. Right, so we ended yes. up with those. Anyway, she she picks the best. She has the best stuff. She has really great taste. Yes. Um, the challenge yes. now is that is the challenge that mm. we've had on this land for since the beginning. It's steep, and we've got a water management issue, sort of water flow issue. So we've got, um, unfortunately, the area where the kitchen garden is going to be. It's a little. It's a terrace, pretty good sized terrace, and it's moving. Mm-hmm. It's moving because of the water. So we have to have Paolo, the drainage expert, Esperto, mm-hmm. come and um, they will dig that out. They will put down a lot of gravel. They will put in a giant tubo. These are the guys who are redo- redoing, redoing the, the vineyard. Yeah, to keep the to sort of manage the water mm-hmm. um, there. And so we've got a few more water problems. And um, Paolo assured me that if and when they're able to get the water out of that area, um, the land will not move. It's mm-hmm. the water that's that uh, is uh, that creates all the weight. Um, but you know, we may have some uh, we may have some remedial action that we have to do by the time uh, by the time they get to the drainage because they can't. You know, it's sort of ironic they can't really work on the drainage till the ground is dry. Right. And you know, if the ground was dry, we wouldn't need the drainage. Right. That sort of thing. So probably May or June before um, before we get to the kitchen garden, which is I kind know. of a bummer because you're going to lose most yeah. of the season. Well, and I wanted. I mean, we've got friends starting to 
come in May, and I really was hoping that when the outdoor area will be done, the kitchen area, the dining area, but I really wanted the the garden to be done, and that's not going to be done. No. So our friends are going to show up, and it's still going to be ugly. Yeah, a bunch of sliding mud. (laughs) Right? It'll be okay. Anyway, we'll, 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 but by we'll, the time um, Terry and Arnie get here, yeah, who have a beautiful garden at their house. Oh, it's not going to be ready for Terry and Arnie. This place will never be ready for <laughs> Terry and Arnie. What are you talking about? <laughs> the, the, my strategy with Terry and Arnie is to keep them completely drunk. Perfect. <laughs> the whole time. We are gonna, we're loading up on grappa. We're going to spike everything. Well, they'll be so splattered they won't know, if t- you know, up from down. <laughs> That's my goal. It's the only way we'll survive. These guys are, they have the most beautiful garden in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like like they have tours that come through there yes. to look at their garden. They really know what they're doing, and it's spectacular. It's like it's like going to a botanical garden. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really fantastic. That's like their front yard is like that. So um, there's just no competing with that, right? It's dirt. We're going to have dirt. Well, but something would be nice. <laughs> Weeds, dirt, and weeds. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah. So we'll be updating you. I mean, it's it's a challenge. You know, there's there's a very strong woman in charge of this project, and yep. it is Italy, and yep. uh, all the folks doing the work are men, and so there's That'll a little okay. bit. Of, there's a little bit of. Oh, it's all right. San Pietro's progressive. He's very progressive. No, that's and, true. And that, we, but that's absolutely true. But will, there is a there is always an immediate yeah, pushback, no, no, and everybody kind of softens. I think up this last and, meeting was really good. I don't think there was. I didn't pick up any of that kind of stuff. I think it's good. Um, we got to find a well to, yeah. for water to water the plant. I mean, it's a big, big project. I'm going to mm-hmm. have to go back to work. <laughs> I think Just get out of here. All right, so there you go. There's the Parco project. You'll see pictures, et cetera, as as things progress. If things progress, mm-hmm. when things progress. <laughs> Okay, love. Mm-hmm. So, if our last podcast was in September, you haven't talked. You haven't said anything about your winemaking. Uh, that can't be true. I think we had. Um, well, first of all, I'm not sure that the last. I think the last podcast was the end of September. Oh. But we had uh, we had our white wine harvested in the middle of September. So maybe we talked about that. The white vendemio, which okay. was a handful of grapes, basically. Mm-hmm. And then in October, the first week of October. Mm-hmm. We harvested the red grapes. Yep. And we decided um, to not sell them because it would have cost far too much to have a tractor come and haul the haul the grapes off. Right? I think that's that's that, correct. That was the idea. Yeah. We were hoping we could pull the grapes up with my uh, my old nineteen eighty four land seventy four Land Cruiser, um, <clears throat> but it got stuck. Mm-hmm. It got stuck in the mud, and so we had we had to haul them all up by hand. And I think we did. Uh, 24 cases, maybe? So 1,000 pounds. Okay. We hauled 1,000 pounds up that, that steep hill mm-hmm. by hand. Mm-hmm. Cassetta per cassetta. Mm-hmm. Case by case. And then we, um, put, with the help of uh, Dimitri and, of course, San Pietro, uh, we um, put them through the crusher destimmer, a magical machine oh, that's, that spits out. I want out, one of those. That spits out. Gina is, like, fascinated with this. <laughs> Spits out the stems off one side, and then all you got left is must, which is mm-hmm. which is juice, seeds, and skins on the red. And um, that was the only machine that's ever touched that wine. 
actually. Everything else has yep. been done by hand. So we fermented the wine. Uh, we uh, went and procured a gig- you know, like a full-size 55-gallon or whatever, 50-gallon, I can't remember, 200 liters or 250, I can't remember, a barrel, a wooden, an oak barrel from, an, a, from a, uh, nearby. a nearby winery. Mm-hmm. Um, and our plan was to uh, put that into the basement and then fill it up through the little window that goes down to the basement, lickety-split, kind of clean, you know, smart move. The only problem was the barrel was about one inch too wide to get through the door. Couldn't mm-hmm. get into the basement. So we hit, we stuck it in the utility room, which is outside, way too hot, but we did that for a while. And um, and then I got uh, some stainless steel tanks mm-hmm. and, and stuck the wine in there. And then just recently we've moved 100 liters over to a little uh, oak oak barrel, and we'll, do the, we'll oak the rest of it with um, oak cubes, cubetti, yes. to try to get some oak into the into the wine. And when I tasted it at first, I thought, and we did all these measurements and everything, um, I th- it's just too acidic. It's just a little too acidic. And you said, no, maybe not. And uh, it's got a fairly high alcohol content, like maybe 13 or 13.5%. Not that high, but um, I was thinking maybe we could just dilute it with water or bring down the alcohol content, bring down the acidity. You said, no. Pietro said, don't touch it. It's fine. And... Um, the longer we let it sit, the better it gets. Yes. It's not so bad. No. Yes. I mean, it's not so bad. And hopefully after it's been on the oak for a while. It's it's actually quite good. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. And um, we were very fortunate with the, the quality of the grapes this year because people had a really difficult time. It was yes. a tough, uh, wet yes. uh, summer. And so a lot of people lost grapes. Mm-hmm. And the grapes ended up uh, full of water, which mm-hmm. is not which is you know something you don't want. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I asked Pietro the other day, why do you think these turned out so well? Because the grapes were really beautiful, and the wine is really, really looks good. Yeah. And, it, and it's starting to come together, I would say. And I was hoping it was something about the position of the land and the water runs off and the vines are struggling just the right amount. And he said, no, it's because I had it treated exactly when it needed to be. <laughs> explained how, you know, tricky that is to, to get the copper and the sulfur on there. Um, he said, "You see that actually, it doesn't. It's not systemic. It just puts a seal over the, the leaves and uh, I guess over the berries mm-hmm. and protects it when it rains. Uh, so we gotta. We'll be. We're completely reliant, dependente on San Pietro. Mm-hmm. Um, as it, you know, that's not a surprise, is it? No. But you've been doing. I mean, it's just been I interesting to watch you move. You know, move things into tanks and then." Test things and then move them into barrels, and it's 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 great. I really, really, really enjoy it. The problem we're going to ha- face next year is that we did all the messy work in the area mm-hmm. that's going to be the outdoor eating area. That's yes. going to have that nice deck, that, that teak deck, which yeah. which we will not be crushing and destemming. No, we won't be able to do that. So we're looking for some other options about where we might be able to. Um, work on the wine. It's a messy, you know, it's a messy, uh, procedure with lots mm-hmm. of water and doing it in the basement is not a, is not really an option unless we're only making like five gallons at mm-hmm. a time, which I suppose we could do. But I think we're, I think we're interested in maybe finding another space, <laughs> another project, another project after the Parco. <laughs> the Parco doesn't kill us. So I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I really am enjoying it. And, um, you know, I hope this isn't like golf in which my next attempt is a complete, you know, an utter disaster. But there's only one way to know. Right. To take another swing. Right. Right. And you're, I mean, you, you're starting to tell the difference, which is 
which I would assume is comforting to you because you can't smell. I have no sense of smell. And so you were worried that you wouldn't be able to tell, oh, it's really snowing, kind of. Don't say that. Um, I said no snow, and now the people are, Luigina's going to, I made a bet with her, and I'm going to have to pay her. It's not snow unless it sticks, Luigina. Um, and so. Yeah, I have no sense of smell. But you are starting to taste, like even when we go out to the sandwich shop and have that pecorino, you're starting to taste layers and flavors. And so maybe it's because we drink a lot of wine now. Could be. That you. Could be. Have you noticed we like we we make really challenging projects? So we're going to doing landscaping <laughs> on the side of a hill that's like sliding down the hill as we're doing the landscaping. And I'm wanna, I want to I want to try to get better at making wine, even though I can't smell, smell. a damn thing. <laughs> right? <laughs> why don't we do the next podcast in Chinese, in Mandarin? Well, why no, not? I haven't even learned Italian at call, all. Call me no. At all. Okay, at so all. that that's the story about winemaking. We're going to have yeah. I think we're going to have a couple hundred liters. So. You know, whatever that is, I guess that's, uh, let's see, multiply by three and, no, multiply by four and divide by three, 800 divided by three, 230 bottles. Wow. And so when does that, when does that happen? Who's, who's, who's our next guest that we can rope into? Oh, anybody who comes can have some wine. We'll just take it out of the, let's take it out of the tank. No, 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 no. I'm saying bottling. When does. Mm. Uh, It depends on when the white happens. I think we're going to want those tanks available I thought Peter said we had to get him out of the, get out on the tank. Yeah, we'll do. Actually, that's true, but not the, but not the uh, barrel. Right. The, 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 well, it might be the proles. No, it'd be too soon. Megan, it may, may, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. We'll just do it by taste. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it by smell. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. We've been talking for a long time. Oh, sorry. Well, we had a lot to catch up on. Yeah. So let's 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 wrap it up. Okay. Yeah. Thank, thanks, everybody, for downloading the podcast. And I know it's been a really, really long time. Uh, we've gotten um, mostly really supportive feedback when people asked what was going on. Um, a, couple, a couple not that supportive. You know what, what I mean? mean? Yeah. Like, where's the podcast? Oh. And then I say, well, Gina's <laughs> mom passed away and we're kind of like, well, you know, we'll get on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of thing. I, I don't know. Um, but we're back now. Hopefully we'll be on a more regular schedule. Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, so uh, pardon all the, the babbling, but we, yeah, we did have a lot to catch up on. So why don't you give them the, the digits or the deets or whatever about how to get in touch with us. Okay. If you want to send us an email, our address is tutodopio at gmail.com. That's T-U-T-T-O-D-O-P-P-I-O at gmail.com. You can also visit us online at tutodopio.com. You redid the website. Yep. And um, so there's a few little kinks, right? But yeah, the for picture, the most part. The pictures don't load up. Other than that, it's fantastic. That is the- <laughs> Um, but, but check it out cause it, it looks different. So yeah, that's maybe, nice. Maybe you'll see a picture. Maybe you won't. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, you can like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com backslash tutodopio farm, all one word, or follow us on Twitter, um, at tuto underscore dopio. And then when we now blog from the website, those are automatically 
going out, right? As tweets and yeah. and things on Facebook, posts okay. on Facebook. Okay. It's all automatic now. Nice. Yep. Nice. Yep. And if you like the podcast, the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. I'm not, I'm not wearing anything. <laughs> If you like the podcast, please be sure to give it a rating or a review uh, on iTunes. That really helps other people find the podcast. This week's song is something called Lucky One by someone called George Woods. Gina, in boca a lupo. Crepe il lupo. Ciao, baby. Ciao, 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 ciao. Ciao, 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 ciao. Ciao. <laughs> I lit a candle, was talking all about our love. And then it fizzled out, I swear the wicked turned to smoke I tried to light it back up myself But it took the hands of someone else There were days all I dreamt was a California shore And everywhere I looked, oh Lord, you know I wanted more But it wasn't you, babe
excuse me, everybody. <clears throat> I got to stop smoking. 